Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Well, this ain't gonna work. This is not the LA way. Ship all the out. These sorry ain't gonna do nothing. Get LeBron some help, cause these goofballs ain't gonna do. They sorry. They suck. I'm selling my booth right now. I got a booth for the next two years, three years. This year, y'all can have it. Five dollars for the month booth to the Laker games. $5 is the price. Anybody can have it. All the homies hit me. Blow me up right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. That was Snoop. 
But is it not the Lakers way, though? I feel like that is is the Lakers way. It's pretty much the Lakers way at this point. That's the new Lakers way. That's the way that I, uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. (laughs) Of course you do. I love it. That was a fantastic drop. I'm so glad you found that one. I'm so glad we got it edited for play on the show. (laughs) So Uh, glad that Snoop is now part of our show tonight. (laughs) Shout out to the one Snoop D-O-double-G. This is Craft Root Sports. Uh, Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? You pump up more. Deal. Uh, once again, missing Joe tonight. Mm, uh, Joe. One of, one of those crazy nights where we're, we're doing it. We're making it happen. And it is a, Kicking it old school. It is a night where we need Joe because we've got an awesome interview coming up tonight. Uh, we're going to have Brad Mays, quarterback for Lehigh. He's an NFL hopeful. Uh, former quarterback. Former quarterback. Not correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. You, you signed, right. Signed with an agent. No you longer right. yep. college eligible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will be joining us uh, right after Upper Deck, right around 9 o'clock tonight. And we're going to be talking to him about the uh, upcoming draft, uh, how he feels about not being at the Combine. Uh, lots to get into with him. So I'm looking forward to that one. And, of course, all of the crazy stories that you have come to know and love. From Craft Root Sports. The reason why you tune in. <laughs> the ridiculousness. Our, our, head, our hairless heads and our ridiculous stars. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's not waste any time since we have such a, a packed show. Scott, why don't you introduce our Would You Rather for the week? All righty. With our Would You Rather this week, we are going with coming into the league with all of the hype. Been a lot of LeBron and Bryce Harper news this past week, and it kind of triggered something for us to think. Would you rather come into whatever league you, uh, you know, whatever league's your favorite, whichever one you would want to go pro in if you could? Would you want to ha- come in with all the hype of a LeBron and Bryce Harper and all the pressure that comes with it? Or would you rather come in a little under the radar, but still ascend to superstardom despite, you know, not all the fanfare that comes with being on Sports Illustrated covers at yeah. the age of 16? <laughs> right, yeah. Very, uh, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where the end game ends up being the same. You yeah. still end up being a superstar. Still end up being a superstar. Do you want the pressure going in though, or do you want to surprise people uh, as you get in the league? That's it's a tough question, man. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what I would want to do. Part of me wants to be the guy that has that pressure because that dude's also getting paid like up front. He's get it's he's true. making you go number one overall. You're making way more than the guy who goes last in the draft. Well, or, and it's also we round. use Trout as kind of an example on this one, but um, it's very un, unheard of for somebody to come in and not have the type of fanfare in any yeah. given sport and then ascend to. I mean, Trout is more or less at legendary status in baseball yeah. already in his short career in, at 26 years yeah. old yeah, <laughs> so, 27 years so old. that doesn't really happen too often so i mean not exactly but you know we also use dirk as an example if you want to juxtapose uh in the nba where you know both both dirk and harper or uh trout rather you know first round picks still so it's not as if they're completely you know undrafted guys right. who just come in and blow up but not the super high expectations of oh this guy is the next michael jordan this, or, this is guy the is, dude yeah, yeah this is the next Babe Ruth, the and Mickey savior or whatever. of the sport. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's quite a juxtaposition uh, of all of that. So, wondering what you guys think. And what, what do you, would you think? Rather What's have? Uh, initial thoughts? You know, don't give away too much until the end. But what are uh, you thinking on this one? I don't know because I don't. Man, I, I think back to when I was sixteen, and I don't. I don't think I would want everybody looking over me like that. But you, you make a good point, though. You get all that money and stuff up front, and you you get the notoriety well before you ever even play one, you know, official professional 
you know, game at all. Right. So, I mean, that would also kind of be cool. I couldn't imagine being in high school and people knowing me nationally or around the world. Yeah. That's insane that's, to think. That's absolutely I crazy. wasn't even known in my own city, let alone. I wasn't <laughs> known in my own high school. Like, that were, too. There yeah, were people yeah, that yeah. were like, who is that kid? We I wasn't known on them? my block. <laughs> there was times in my house that I was, I'm pretty sure I, did, I wasn't known. <laughs> my dad called me by the, like everybody else's name. Uh, that's, that's a parent thing. <laughs> I know. I've, parent I thing. found that was, out. That's, I found that out really quickly. That's just too. ripping off names. You don't even yeah, know. They're just, not even related to you. You're just saying names. And I used to think it was when they got angry, but I found it doesn't matter. Come here, Luke Jordan. You come here. (laughs) I was looking in your direction. You knew I was talking to. Uh, all right, get your votes in. Uh, you can vote on our Twitter at Crafty Sports, or you can vote on our Facebook page. Get those votes in. Uh, We'll also on Twitter. I said on our Twitter at Crafty Sports. I'm gonna listen. I swear that'll be the last time this show that I completely listen. For some reason, I thought you said Instagram. I gotta either get my hearing checked or my... Uh, let's move on. Yeah, let's just move right let's, into the beer of the week beer of the this week. week. Uh, this God. week is uh, our, our second to last aged wonder from our Tavor shipment. <laughs> This one was, I looked at the cans when I was finding this one. This, this one has it underneath, doesn't it? Canned on December 26, 2017. 2017. So it's I like how the day old. after Christmas, this one went into production. They were working hard. <laughs> they were like, Christmas is over. We're pumping this I out. I was going to say, get those beers back up and running. <laughs> uh, dark Somebody's stone. going to drink this two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hurry up and get it out so that it can sit in their basement for two years. <laughs> we got their money though. We don't care. <laughs> uh, but Dark Star is uh, from Fremont Brewing in Seattle, Washington. Eight point zero percent ABV. Just how we like our stouts. Coming this in hot. This one's got uh, cacao nibs, chocolate malts, and uh, roasted barley. And this is a quote from Tavor. They said it gives the flavor of an espresso shot and dark chocolate gelato. Gelato. Which, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's, we were talking about it before the show. We were like, nothing on this can stands out. Why did we buy this? Because truth be told, we get sold a lot on Tavor's descriptions of these beers. These emails that they send out to announce the beers are really enticing. But, I mean, you know, once you look at the descriptions of the beers themselves just on the internet, whatever, that's what sells it. It's usually, however, it's compared to food. Yes, it really is. That's what gets us every time. Uh, it, when they're like, this one tastes like uh, a three-tier wedding cake. It's like, dude, we got to get this one, right? <laughs> right, yeah. We're, we're, getting the, we're getting anything that says chocolate in it, right? Uh, yeah, all right. This is chocolate cake having a baby with peanut butter in your mouth. Oh, well, then we've got to get that. I mean, <laughs> come on. That sounds disturbing. It does, uh, but I mean, those are the type of descriptions that really sell it. Works we're, every time. Works every like, time, yep. Tavor. <laughs> We're not we're not here to be shy. We, we we know what gets us on the beer hooks. Uh, this one's a decently rated three point nine nine caps on untapped um, chocolate espresso flavored stout. So let's go to you, man. Uh, you you poured early in the night. What do you think uh, initial tastes on this one? Pretty pretty standard as far as stouts go. You know, taste taste the chocolate, taste the malt. I mean, it you know it's it's there. It's very a little bitter like dark chocolate, so when they say it's dark chocolate, I, you know, I yes. like that, that it's not milk chocolate, so there's not a lot of sweetness or anything to it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it, and I guess you, it, it does have that coffee taste. Oh, yeah, there's too. like a coffee so, after. Fl- it's, it's like if somebody put 
chocolate syrup into a cup of coffee. That's a very good description. And I feel like as I, after I took a sip just now, it's kind of like choked, when you have apparently no, it's clearing <laughs> my throat just in general. Uh, it, it's kind of like when you have a, when you're drinking coffee and that flavor just kind of sits there yeah. on the back of your tongue the entire time you're drinking it. It's kind of like that. So it's it it tastes like chocolate on initial drinks, but the aftertaste is definitely uh, coffee. So yeah, uh, pretty pretty solid to start off. What uh, what do you think of the mouth feel? Oh, it's got all the mouth feels. <laughs> it's got the mouth feel of a shot of espresso. <laughs> Did you just say espresso? Yeah. You said espresso. E X presso. No, you didn't hear that. Let's move to upper deck. You totally just said espresso. Everybody go ahead and kill him in the comments. Oh now you're gonna have to name every coffee brand. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. Do you really? I do. I didn't know that. Every morning. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. Coffee gives me the BGs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do more than one cup. So I just skip it. It's all tea for me or nothing. I hope nobody else realizes what the BGs are too. That they're just like Google it. What? <laughs> why is Scott? Why does it make him want to sing "Staying Alive"? <laughs> I really hope that's what they go to. <laughs> let's get into Upper Deck for the love of God. Let's get into Upper Deck. And Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, which is owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans, just like all of us. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. They are all about honesty, all the time, every time. If someone's got a better price, Minuteman is going to tell you straight up. And it's not just concert or sports tickets. They'll help you out with tickets to any event that you want, and they'll help sell your tickets for you. Look, MLS season is underway. March Madness right around the corner. NBA, NHL heating up. So go check out Minuteman for tickets to any and all of them. And while you're doing that, go on ahead and go over to Facebook and give them a like. And they do weekly giveaways of merchandise, sports and concerts, apparel, apparel, and, of course, plenty of tickets. Check them out, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000, and avoid all the fees. That's 614-943-3000. Since we got the interview, I'm going to go ahead and lead off Upper Deck. You do that, sir. So that I can man the space station. I'm going to drink my espresso over here. Yeah, go (laughs) And express myself. Express your espresso. (laughs) Um... So we're going to lead off Upper Deck. It is combine time. That is what is happened it? last week. I would have no idea. I don't idea. know if you looked at any type of sports coverage for this week. No clue. But it was lots of dudes in tight shorts running really fast. Lots of them. Unless you're Elijah Holyfield. Not that fast oh. if you're Elijah Holyfield. Mm. Also, I love that Georgia fans hated me for tweeting that out. That was a good tweet, though. It was a good tweet. When, I mean, you, when you initially told me, hey, by the way, Georgia fans get really butthurt if you attack their players, I hadn't seen the tweet, and then I went back and looked the tweet, and I, I, I laughed. And, that's a solid tweet. That's a good tweet. But the people coming back, I thought, man, they've got nothing they else were, better to do. They were very then, upset. Then hit you with the old, well, what's your 40 time? Yeah, that's my but favorite. That's not really what we're talking about here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not Elijah Holyfield, so I, I don't I'm not running, And I'm not running at the combine, right. so we're never going to know. I'm not trying to be a running back <laughs> in the NFL, bro. Anyways, uh... The best part of the combine is, of course, the ridiculous questions that get asked during interviews that always seem to leak out later on. Uh, Somebody always is willing to spill the beans of what ridiculous things that uh, NFL GMs and and coaches are asking them. Mm -hmm. This year, no exception. One dude from Texas was asked how many testicles he had. Like, flat out, they were just like, do you have both your testicles? And he was like, 
Yes. I wanted And then they just moved on. So badly to say, no, actually I've got a third one. <laughs> just just to get their reaction. I, I need these players to start messing with the heads of the executives. That's, just a, as much that's as, the way to come do back. it right there. No, I've got three. And they're oh, um what? <laughs> excuse me? Uh <laughs> yeah, just completely throw them off their uh, game. Oh well, uh, have you ever beat a woman? No. Oh well, well then I don't know if you could do it. Three balls ain't never beat a woman. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, one player said a team asked him. Uh, oh, that was the one I just said. A Kentucky cornerback said that the Se- leading off and striking out. A <laughs> uh, uh, cornerback from Kentucky said the Seahawks had him compete in a staring contest with one of the coaches that were there that lasted quote fifteen to sixteen seconds, and then he went on to say, "Yeah, I won," uh, which is I thought a great way to end that. Question was like, yeah, I beat him. Um, no, that is no matter so, whether that's true or not, yeah, I beat him. So weird. Like, I don't understand the staring contest. What are you trying to go for on that one? I have no clue. Uh, that's got to be the most pressure packed staring contest, too, because you're like, if I lose this, I might not make the NFL. <laughs> <sighs> your eyes start burning right away. You know, it just doesn't test anything. Though. It tests how long you can keep your eyes open, yeah. and that's a very important thing for a cornerback. Don't blink. Don't blink, or else you miss the ball. That's what they're trying Could to. Could you imagine that team knocking? Well, and it was the Seahawks, right? It was yeah, the Seahawks. Seahawks. You know, it was Pete Carroll Not, knocking down the draft board. Oh God, he was borderline first round. We had to put him in the fourth. He blinked Did fifteen you, seconds in. Yeah, yeah. He lost the staring contest to uh, Jack, the equipment manager. We knew that guy was going to be worth a fart. <laughs> we had him in a staring contest at the combine. Took him off our board. <laughs> what? So stupid, man. I, and I mean, I'm generally I don't mind any of the. You know, I get. I, I understand the three testicle or the three testicles. It's now become the three testicles question. <laughs> I understand the how many testicles question just because they're just trying to gauge your reaction. Trying to really throw you quickly. Off. Yeah, just see how you react to such a bizarre question. Yeah. But a staring contest, I can't for the life of me figure out exactly what that would prove one way or the other. I don't know. I mean, either. unless they said, "Hey, we want to have a staring contest with you. You're down with that?" And you know, just to see your reaction. And he went, yeah, and they went, okay, good, let's do it. Like, <laughs> like, we weren't expecting that. But maybe that's what, maybe they wanted to see him say yes, see what his reaction was to the question, and then they were like, then they wanted to see his reaction to, okay, good, let's do it right now. And then he had to participate in a, in a staring contest. I did not practice this at the facility. <laughs> I, love, I do love that idea of like coaches. You know, all right, we're going to do the three cone drill. We're going to work on your 40 time. Contest. We got to get a tenth of a second off that 40 time. And you better be able to hold that stare, homie. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> uh, moving on, but still sticking with the combine. Uh, a lot has been made, obviously, about Kyler Murray, both before, during, and after the combine. What do them hands uh, look like, Kyler? Yeah, somebody went a little too far in their reporting uh, about what they heard, and Murray's agent ain't having it. He is not here for the what you heard in anonymous sources. Uh, Anyway, uh, NFL Network's Charlie Casserly, who was once the GM of the Houston Texas, Texans reported Wednesday that he had heard that Murray didn't exactly pass the smell test during portions of the combine, saying, quote, he better hope Kingsbury takes him number one because this was not good. Leadership, not good. Study habits, not good. The board work <laughs> below, not good. Not good at all in any of these areas, raising real questions about what this guy is going to do, end quote. 
Well, Murray's agent, as any good agent would. Spin Eric, doctor, spin back. Eric Bernhardt, he didn't take kindly to those comments, and he came back viciously, saying, <laughs> quote, the bottom line here is that it calls into question the motives of a man to get on national television and cite anonymous sources on such things as leadership and study habits about somebody he's never met. When you slander the character and work ethic of a young man who's worked his ass off his entire life and done everything right to put himself in his current position, you'd better cite your sources and come with a better record than 18 and 46 as a GM of the Texans and whose own leadership and accountability has been questioned by his old bosses and colleagues as well as the greatest coach on the planet, end quote. And drop the mic. Burn. That I might mean, be the great, greatest agent quote of all time. If if you ever want to know, like if, if I was a, a star athlete and I was interviewing agents, I would be like, would you do this for me? Would you scorch the earth like this dude just did? Well, not only that, I, I, I if I was Kyler Murray, hey, uh, you want to sign an extension? Like now? <laughs> right. Uh, whatever. I just, let's just lock you in. Yeah. Lifetime you are deal. You are my agent forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, Unreal. I'll show you the money. <laughs> you just earned it all right there with that one quote. It's such a <laughs> such an awesome visual of the agent being like, Kyler, show me the money. <laughs> I want to hear you say it, Kyler. I kind of got to after that, don't I? You know what's going to suck? When he just tanks in the NFL and he's garbage and the agent's just like, yeah, I knew from the start that the combine was terrible. Not, and- not only that, and Charlie Casserly comes back and says, "Hey, what up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what, what up, man? Do you think? Do you think he's like um, John Elway, where he saves like the tweets and stuff oh, yeah. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to John- bring them back up three years later? Charlie Casserly is going to like some random tweets. If Kyler Murray sucks and people start tweeting out, oh, you know, this is terrible. It's it's not going to be the Charlie Casserly like- where he's, like, he's going to start liking all the tweets, and that's how we're going to know Charlie Casserly is as petty as the rest of us. <laughs> Uh, Scott says testing concentration on the staring contest. Most likely, still a weird way to do that. Super weird. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. But I mean, it doesn't really test anything other than whether or not you, you, you your eyes can stay maybe they had like wet. Maybe long enough for maybe, you not to have to blink. Like. Maybe that marine drill instructor is just yelling at him during the staring contest. That's yeah. next year at the combine. That's coming up next year. It's going to be yeah. We had a drill instructor pop in and scream in his face. Anyways. I am glad that <laughs> Chris on uh, Chris from Scout Team, shout out to Scout Team on uh, Twelve Ounce Sports, uh, said that Chuck Norris had a staring contest with the Sun and he won. <laughs> that's that's true. Chuck love- Norris also is a Hall of Fame in the NFL and has ever played a down in the NFL. So I love that. I love the Chuck Norris jokes, just that they're a ripoff of the Bill Brasky jokes from from right. that Saturday Night yeah. Live sketch. Yeah. The greatest. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to this story because I am super glad this one never happened to me. So as you know, I was a pretty a world class cheater in golf, pretty premier golfer in high school. <laughs> world class cheater. <laughs> Listen, hang on. <laughs> I never did anything illegal. I coaxed you other people. You cheated. I coaxed other people into cheating. Okay. Uh, and it was a, I was a dirty player. I wasn't a cheater. Tomato, I was potato. Dirty. I was dirty. There's yeah, a difference. Whatever. Anyways, a golfer in South Much Africa. Much more honor in being dirty. <laughs> good point. Well, I don't know. Would you rather be Sue or uh, Ndamukong Sue or I don't even know. I can't even come up with a comparable guy who's just like. Barry Bonds? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <Sue or Bonds. laughs> 
Uh, that's a good question. Let me get back to you on that one. Go ahead with your story. I'll ask that know. next week. Next yeah. week's would you rather. Uh, anyways, a golfer won his uh, club's championship in South Africa. During the awards, someone accused him of cheating. What? Uh, and this dude did not take too kindly to that. He proceeded to headbutt the accuser <laughs> through a window and then punched him repeatedly. I didn't story yeah it was there's a video you can search for it uh the dude just search for south africa club championship cheater i knew there was i knew there was something to do with cheating but i didn't read any further it is the the guys here's the here's the even better part and the reason why this story hit so close to me the guy who won was named mike uh so they're like mike you're a cheater you're a cheater And he walks. It got too real for you, huh? Headbutted the dude right through a window. He knocked him through a window. You hear the glass shatter. It was like Stone Cold was about to come out. That's good stuff, man. There you go. Uh, Don't accuse somebody of cheating in South Africa at golf. Or more, more to the point, just be careful who you accuse of cheating. More importantly, don't go to South Africa. Let's just go there. Racist? No, it's it's super white, and they are. I know that, but I'm just saying in general, Africa. Oh, no, I'm just talking South Africa. Don't mm. don't try to put that on me, man. Anyways. <laughs> I tried. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we talked about it a few months ago when uh, Atlanta, <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the Falcons down there in their new giant billion-dollar stadium, the Mercedes-Benz Blend, Complex. Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. I, I got all the words tonight. The Mercedes-Benz Complex Dome Do they serve thing espresso there. at the Mercedes-Benz? They Blends? do serve espresso. I knew it. Douche. I knew it. <laughs> uh, all right. And you, we, we know that you can't get Chick-fil-A there uh, during football games because they're not open on Sundays. We've talked about that more than a few times on this show. But Arthur Blank did nail it again, though, when it comes to prices at their concessions, because we talked about when they had made their hot dogs and things two dollars, but now they're moving the price of hot dog back to a buck fifty, <laughs> and that price will go in effect starting this week. Ironically enough, with FS or FC Cincinnati being down in yeah. Atlanta playing against the Atlanta club down there, uh, and so welcome to the MLS, FC Cincinnati fans. <laughs> Get you a hot dog hot for a dollar fifty, which is really awesome. Because probably gonna lose the game, but at least you're only spending a buck fifty on hot dogs. That's true. Uh, it's really awesome though because I mean it's one of those items you can buy a package of hot dogs just about anywhere for a buck. So right. You think when you're getting eight hot dogs, that one hot dog being a dollar fifty anywhere, that's that's a pretty solid price and obviously you know since the reds once upon a time had the dollar stands and that was a they still really do. big they still got the dollar stands yeah but they've made it so covert and hidden and, and like it's you've got to like, jump through all the hoops it's just section 542 it. <laughs> and it's yeah. only available between the third and fourth innings and then again between the sixth and seventh that's it and they really don't want anybody to know about it if they can avoid <laughs> that at all so they're hoping to god you're not listening tonight but anyway here you know here not, Atlanta, yeah. nobody is you're good that's true <laughs> Now, here Atlanta is moving the price down to 150 and, you know, that's a good thing because not only, you know, can people get uh, one of America's greatest food items for just a buck fifty uh, in this year's Super Bowl, it was the top-selling item, which is funny to me as well. So you've got all these – the Super Bowl is known for not having a every man's yeah. fan person yeah. there. It's a bunch of corporate people and all these, you know, fancy pants people that get these tickets secondhand and might not necessarily be even f- fans of the team, whatever, whatever. So all of these corporate schmucks and CEOs are out here buying all of the cheapest item at the well, that's Super why. Bowl. That's because like the owner of the company bought tickets for his top clients and spent so much money and was like, 
Uh, y'all want just some hot dogs? Can we do? Can we do some dogs? They're buck fifty. Well, and you two know bucks. what? The two dollar price worked because they saw a sales increase of sixteen percent. So I can only imagine, and I'm sure we will have a follow up to uh, how much the uh, hot dogs move out the door at a buck fifty. So good for Atlanta, though. I, I feel like every stadium should do this. Yeah. If Atlanta can do this, then I don't know why every stadium across the country. If I go anywhere, especially anything that's not major league in any sport, and a hot dog costs more than a dollar fifty. I'm just going to lose my mind. Yeah. Say, Arthur Blank's only charging $1.50. I refuse <laughs> to pay more than $1.50. I don't care if it's the jumbo version. <laughs> so many sandwiches sold. All right, next story. You Let's mean. get into this one. German and Austrian officials did a doping raid at the Nordic Skiing Championships last week and busted a few people. Do you know how long I've been planning that, by the way? Since Wednesday, your which face was suggested you'd been paced, you'd been you'd been waiting. I was for like, that keep going, keep 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 vet, That's why uh, keep I'm going. So angry, vamp, 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 and hit you with the, the beautiful, just beautifulness. Anyway, so there was a doping raid at the Nordic Skiing Championships last week. They busted a few people, including like a ringleader in, in Germany. There were five skiers and four other people that got arrested, including an Austrian Nordic skier whose name I can't pronounce, but he was uh, in both Sochi and Pyeongchang in the Winter Olympics. Pyeongchang! He was caught with a needle in his arm. They busted in the door, Whoops. and the needle was in his arm, swapping out blood, doing the old, the old oil change. Uh-oh. Yeah. And the dude, the reason why we know this is because some cop on the raid was <laughs> filming it, busted out his phone and filmed it and then put it out on the internet because it's 2019 and what else are you going to do? Cop lost his job though. He did lose his job. Rightfully so. You can't do that. But yes, if you're going through the, the doping oil change and you've got the needle in your arm and the door breaks down <laughs> with cops. There's nothing you can do. How do you play that off? Like The still photo of the guy, though, with the needle in his arm was prices because his face explains yeah. everything that everybody's thinking. Just, oh, he's like, fudge. <laughs> but he didn't say fudge. <laughs> he's like, I can't use the Ryan Braun defense now. I go, oh, this wasn't my needle. Somebody put this in me and they mishandled it. And UPS uh, guy got me. It's the mail. It wasn't me. He delivered there, this. There needle. is no shaggy defense for this one. There is none. Yeah, yeah. Awful. Um, really, really awful on that dude's part. But also, I didn't realize there was that much cheating in Nordic skiing. It just goes to show you that there's cheating across every single sport. You're right. No matter no, seriously, no matter what sport you're watching, somebody is cheating somehow, and probably with drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't somebody just get busted for like a random sport that isn't really a sport? It was like a card game or something. He got busted for doping. <laughs> I hope to God that some the World weird... Series of Poker <laughs> guys are getting tested weird. for dope. Yeah, was guys just coming jacked. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Why are you so swole? Just ready to win these cards. I can't wait till the first uh, doping incident we have for the breakdancing in the Olympics. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's coming. It's definitely. The coming. testing is coming, and there's going to be a break dancer who fails the PET test, and it's going to be so funny. <laughs> oh, speaking of cheating and getting busted, uh, Stephen Wright, a knuckleballer of all things, speaking of guys who you wouldn't think would necessarily need PEDs, but he plays for the Boston Red Sox, uh, a relief slash starter sometimes. Uh, he got hit with the 80-game PED suspension this week by Major League Baseball, uh, but... 
the additional details of this story, I can't decide which is my favorite. So the first part is that he knew about the suspension because he got tested during the off season and they let him know and he appealed the suspension, but he just told the Red Sox last week when he reported for spring training because he quote, didn't feel obligated to tell them otherwise, (laughs) you know, you don't need to tell your employer if something happens that might compromise your ability to work for them. (laughs) Uh, The other part of this was that of course he tried the old, you know, tried and true. I don't know how this got into my system defense. He hit us with the innocent quote. I know the truth. People close to me know I wouldn't intentionally do this. Unfortunately, sometimes things get into your system, end quote. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, and you know how often things get into your system and you had no idea that how they got there. I mean, I, I probably will test positive for Coke. I've never done Coke in my life. But if I do, I mean, I don't know how it got there. Yeah, this this dude <laughs> with just the fantastic defense. The shaggy defense, essentially. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Oh, and uh, that's not his first suspension. He's one of the cool kids who also got suspended in 2016 for 15 games for violating the domestic abuse policy, uh, the domestic violence policy. So he's a real winner. And real there's a 100 percent chance that he knows exactly how this got into his system. Because oh, he did it on purpose. Without a doubt. Yes, this dude, 100%. I love that we have just two cheaters back to back to to end this. The only thing that would have made yeah. this better is if this dude was the one that had the needle in his arm was like, I don't know. How did that get there? <laughs> oh, that They walked in the same room with both of these guys. Like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. And doping. Uh, <laughs> All the doping. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, as we said at the beginning of the show, we have a special guest that is going to be joining us on the phone right now. Uh, former Lehigh quarterback, NFL hopeful, Brad Mays. Brad, how's it going, man? Doing well. How you doing? Doing great, man. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you uh, taking some time out to talk to us tonight. Uh, how you feeling yeah, combine week? Uh, I know you, you weren't at the combine, but this is like when things start getting real. NFL draft talk starts heating up. How you feeling right now uh, with, with everything going on? Um. You know, everything's going well. Um, you know, I've, I've been training. Um, you know, I had to go back to school uh, to, you know, finish finish getting my degree. Um, you know, so I'm tr- I'm training up here in Bethlehem. Um, you know, with over at uh, Matrix Performance. Um, so you know, I've just been training. You know, throwing obviously up here in uh, Bethlehem in Pennsylvania. It's pretty cold. Um, so <laughs> yeah, not, it sounds awful, get, man. I'm trying to throw inside and um, you know just trying to stay warm the best I can. Well, does not being uh, invited to the combine motivate you anymore to prove that you can be an NFL quarterback? Um, you know, I would say, I would say, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, just because I feel like, um, you know, that's just kind of how my entire life has gone. Just I've always kind of been overlooked. Um, you know, coming out of high school, um, you know, and, and now going through this process as well. It's just, you know, kind of just been, um, you know, just kind of been my driving force ever since I came out of high school. So. Um, you know, it's kind of nothing new to me, but, um, you know, I just use it as motiv- motivation every day. Yeah. I read an article, Brad, uh, where you said that you didn't get, uh, an FBS offer, um, on the basis that you were only six one, that a coach actually <laughs> said, you're, you're not tall enough to be my quarterback. Uh, seeing guys like Kyler Murray now jump up in the, in the draft <laughs> rankings and, and, you know, projected to go number one overall. How upset does that make you? Um, 
you know, I, I, I loved where I went. And, um, you know, I love being at Lehigh and I love the playing experience that I had here. Um, so, you know, looking back on it, um, you know, if things were, you know, as they are today, um, you know, maybe things would be different. But, um, you know, that's the thing that I, I, you know, I can't let affect me. And, you know, looking back now, um, you know, things could would have been probably different. But, um, you know, that's not my main focus. And, you know, I'm just thankful that, you know, there are guys out there like Kyler Murray now and, and Baker Mayfield and, and Russ, Russell Wilson. And, you know, just, just those, you know, smaller guys that, you know, are kind of opening the door for, you know, guys that aren't you know six four six five did you watch any of the combine this week at all i did i watched the uh the quarterbacks there okay so uh, <laughs> since you did were there any moments that made you say i'm better than that guy oh i can't trash anybody on that. <laughs> well, can't, you can't make me do that uh, that's fair but i mean were, were there any moments that at least made you think all right, I'm good enough to compete with these guys and, and I can definitely make it or I, I could have been there and, and showed those guys what, what I can do. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think watching the entire thing, um, you know, not made me upset, but just, you know, kind of like you said in the beginning, just motivated me to, you know, keep working and grinding just to, you know, prove that I belong with, you know, with, with a group of guys like that. And, um, you know, just it's pushing me to keep keep working and keep, uh, you know, keep trying hard. Have you uh, had to take the wonder lick at all? I did. How'd you do? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> what, is it I as ridiculous the as they say? What was that? Sorry. Is it is it as ridiculous as they say it is? Um. Yeah. It's it's definitely got some interesting questions on it for sure. Like <laughs> questions that I, I was just like, how is that even a question? <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically NFL Combine teams type questions. Uh, let me ask you this: if if an NFL GM asked you to be in a staring contest right there in your interview, uh, w- what's your reaction to that one? I did. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> um, I would, I would, I would win. That's just my, my, nature. my competitive nature. I would try and, I would try and win for sure. <laughs> um, w- w- when you look at the NFL, what quarterback that's currently in the NFL playing most resembles your game or that you say you point to it and say, all right, that's somebody that, you know, I I could compete at that level and that's who I model my game after? Um, you know, I would say out of just talent wise, I would say probably, you know, Nick Mullins or Case Keenum. Um, but then I would probably Nick you know, Mullins, my man. I'm a 49ers <laughs> fan. Good answer. And then, uh, just like out of the pure passion to play the game, I would just say, I like watching Baker and, you know, I just like the way he, you know, I, I think that's just kind of the new wave of, you know, how people play and how, you know, how quarterbacks are playing. And I think it's great that, you know, he's bringing that different, uh, you know, different perspective to playing the position. All right. So Nick Mullins and, and Case Keenum, those are your current quarterbacks that you're most like. Let's talk fictional quarterbacks which fictional quarterback would you say you're most like johnny mac uh johnny moxon matt saracen jr from the little giants maybe shane falco willie beeman where are we falling on the spectrum here brad oh um i'm gonna go oh this is gonna be a great answer i'm gonna go with uh adam sandler from uh longest yard there you go okay good answer What is the I one? Mean, I definitely don't want to be in prison, but <laughs> well, that, that's Before a good goal to have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there a guy in the league playing right now that you think, man, I would not ever want to take a hit from that guy? Wow, um, so I've I've seen those those twi- the pictures on Twitter of Aaron Donald going around. 
and he <laughs> is a freak. That's a fair. That's a fair choice there. Uh, but what if you have uh, DK Metcalf as your wide receiver uh, going out for you? Have you seen, I mean, that dude is ridiculous. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a big dude for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's go this route, man. Um, growing up, what was the team that you were watching? Who were you paying attention to every Sunday? I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh-oh. You just lost Scott. Oh, there's, Scott. you must be going through a tunnel. We'll have to talk to you later. It's a bad connection. <laughs> I actually saw that on your Instagram. I saw you uh, You were at uh, Cowboys Stadium and got to be on the field yep. and all that good stuff. Yep. Did I've you, been, uh, been a Cowboys fan since, since I can remember. Did you get to meet Jerry on that trip? <laughs> I did not. I wish. I, I don't think you're missing out, man. He's... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a potential future employer, but let's be realistic. Guy seems like a little bit of a jackass. I think you're all right. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of growing up, uh, did you always want to be a quarterback or was it one of those things where you were just one of the best players, had a huge arm, and that's just kind of where they slotted you? Um, Yeah, I was uh, kind of just always, not to toot my own horn, kind of just always the best athlete on the team. And, um, you know, I always played for my dad and, um, you know, my dad was always, you know, teaching me the plays and, you know, teaching me the ins and outs. And it's actually interesting how I became a quarterback because he wasn't a quarterback growing up. So, um, you know, I kind of had to go through the ropes and, and kind of just, um, you know, not teach myself. But, you know, there's questions that you can't ask a running back, um, you know, as you're <laughs> as you're learning from to play quarterback. Well, shout out to your dad because he he retweeted the show when we announced that yeah. you were coming on tonight. Uh, so big ups to your dad for sharing that one. Yeah, out. he's a big supporter. <laughs> uh, how important is that to you, man, to have that kind of support system backing you up, especially like going through the college process and now into this draft process? Um, you know, having you know both my mom and dad be big supporters is you know huge to me. Um, you know, because I am from Florida, and you know, being so far from home, I don't get to see them that often, and. Um, you know, just to know that I have their love and support, um, you know, goes a long way. Well, now that you're, you know, moving on to the pros and no longer in college, you can answer this truthfully. Should college players get paid? Yes, 100%. That a boy. There were so many days that I would go without eating dinner or, or lunch. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I could go on for hours about this. And yeah, it, you no, didn't get any of those like twenty dollar handshakes, hundred dollar handshakes to get you like some McDonald's. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, that that did not happen. <laughs> I right. wish, but that did not happen. <laughs> let's take let's speaking of McDonald's, let's take the politics out of this completely. If Lehigh had won the national championship, you guys got invited <laughs> to the White House, and you showed up, and there was fast food there. Are you upset? Or are you cool with that? <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a big fan of that for sure. <laughs> I saw I saw something on Twitter where it said like Easton Stick, like his uh, his shuttle time was going to go down or something. I was like, I bet you he doesn't care at all. He's about to eat Chick Fil A and Big Mac. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the name Ed O'Bannon? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. Yeah, Brad's. I think Brad's a little too young for that. Well, that's case. what I was wondering if that is getting to the point where that question it's, is just a little yep. too. Early. But Ed O'Bannon's the one who took the suit to the NCAA and basically made it so that we no longer ha have NCAA football video games to play. 
Oh, I hate that guy. Then. <laughs> <laughs> solid answer. Solid answer. Brad wins his Scott back. <laughs> Cowboys fan, but he hates Ed O'Bannon, so he's, he's good in our book. Uh, Brad, I'm sorry? Sorry. Oh, no, oh, you're good, man. I, I thought you were – I didn't want to step on you there. <laughs> uh, so – you're going into the pros now. It's obviously a different game from college. Uh, a lot has been made recently about the rule changes in the NFL that's protecting the quarterbacks. Do you think that's good for the game or bad for the game to have the, so many flags thrown? Um, you know, personally, I think it's kind of soft, but I just think, um, you know, not going to put politics into that, but I think that's just the way our society is going. Um, just everything is now an issue. And so I think it's just kind of, you know, the direction society is going. So um, do I agree with it? No, but, but you know, that's just the way it is now. For a young guy who doesn't know who Ed O'Bannon is, you have an old soul, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you, held back, you held back the word snowflake so well there. I'm so proud of you, man. <laughs> uh, taking things a little lighter, uh, National Cereal Day was yesterday. What's your go-to cereal? Oh, so I don't really eat breakfast. Yeah, I, I don't either. But once upon a time, I did, and my kids do. So, just what, what's your favorite cereal when you were growing up, or if you could have it and you did eat breakfast? Probably uh, Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs, which good choice. Ooh, solid yeah, answer. Which was not on the top ten list. I saw. Which is very strange to me. I feel like all the chocolate ones would have made it up there, but Cocoa Puffs... Cocoa Puffs were so golden because it was chocolate milk at the end of it. You got to drink chocolate milk well, after. And Cocoa Pebbles was on the list, but not Cocoa Puffs. That's I didn't crazy. understand that Puffs are way all. better than Pebbles. No doubt. Brad, what's uh, you know a regular Friday night, Saturday night, now that you're not playing? Uh, you know, What are you doing around campus? Uh, what's the party oh. situation like at, at Lehigh? Um... Wow, what do, how do you, how do you want me to answer this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you answer Truthfully. how you want, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I imagine so yeah, for QB one, it's pretty awesome. I'm in a uh, I'm in a fraternity here. Nice. Um, <laughs> there it is. So, yeah. You don't have to say anything else. That that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we know what that means. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap things up here. We we like to do we like to end all of our interviews just a fun, quick, fast pace. Whatever comes to your mind first, you answer, and we just keep kind of going through. You These ready? questions are also very important yeah. to your draft stock, Brad. So be yes, sure to answer yes, correctly. Yes, yes. NFL teams are going to be keying in on this interview in this portion specifically. So don't mess these up. <laughs> Alrighty, so starting off, do you button your shirt from top down or bottom up? Bottom up. That that's a good answer. Solid yep. solid answer. Yep. Uh, do you zip your pants, then button, or button and then zip? Oh, button and then zip. Yes. My man. Zip and then button? Yes, Scott does, and it's super. Uh, it's you're, so you're, you're one for two. One for two, Brad. Stay focused. <laughs> uh, are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? <laughs> yes correct answer um is die hard a christmas movie no correct my answer man. my man uh very important places. one here is a hot dog a sandwich i hate hot dogs um so i'm gonna go with no yes <laughs> You That's can, the best reasoning. I, that, I, that is very solid reasoning. I'll take that any day. Uh, when you go chicken wings, are you drums or flats? Oh, I'm drums. Good answer. Solid. Good answer. All right. 
pineapple Hawaiian pizza, yay or nay? Definitely not. <laughs> no pineapple on the pizza. That works. And finally, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Mm, all right. You Good lost choice. me at the end there, Brad. You <laughs> Brad, lost me I, the Brad end. you can come quarterback the 49ers any day. We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice to go out and live in Cali. <laughs> Brad, what's your, uh, what's your plans for draft day? Where are you going to be at? Oh, I'm going to still probably be at school. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to finish up and, and get my degree. and then um, So I'll probably just watch it with my housemates and hopefully, uh, hopefully get a good phone call at some point. You're going to have mom and dad come out, hang out? You know, chill in the um, house, chill in the frat house. If they want, yeah, if they want. I'm pretty sure they're listening. So if they want to come up and they have come up and uh, hung out, hung out with the boys before. So awesome. Well, hi, mom and dad, if you're listening, and Brad, we really appreciate you taking the yeah, time man. to call in and talk to us. Thanks so much, Brad, yeah, and uh, best of luck to you, man. It. Yeah, good luck. We'll be we'll be looking for your name to be called in the draft. I right, appreciate it. All right, cheers, Brad. Have that a was good one, Brad Mays. Former quarterback of Lehigh University and uh, NFL draft hopeful. And um, buttons his shirt the correct way. And buttons his pants. Mm, the not so way. much his pants. <laughs> Dude, I love a guy who. <laughs> what quarterback would you compare yourself to? Chris, uh, Nick Mullins and the guy that just got traded ten minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He didn't bother going with you know. Oh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the two guys. I mean, man, I'm I'm best in the league type stuff. He's like, man, you know what? You know these guys that they're capable. Like if you give them a shot, they, they can play well. But you know. Not household names. I appreciate that. <laughs> I dude, that dude is awesome. I do love that Brad. Already, he hasn't been drafted yet, and he's already got that quarterback answer. He's like, I can't trash anybody. Uh, you know, it, he just he was having those the quarterback answers to some of that. We finally got him. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we loosened him up a I, little I just, bit. I was just there. gonna say, I think he started in full quarterback mode, yeah. and then as things progressed, he realized, he, okay, these guys are jokers. Yeah, okay, I was gonna cool, say, cool. he's like, all right, time, time to hit some checkdowns and just you know get some easy completions here. Like, it wasn't he, he didn't need to be too serious. Like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> they're not actually gonna check this for any of my interview questions. <laughs> Right, I can answer truthfully. <laughs> These two idiots, I'll never hear from them again. Uh, well, special thanks to Brad for uh, for joining us. And Brad's call was brought to you by my bookie. Weird combo there. Sorry. <laughs> Say really poor, every time, really poor ad placement. Every time you say that, I think people are gonna think his actual yeah, bookie. No, because you no. just say it with such confidence. Just <laughs> that was brought to you by my bookie. Hopefully, he doesn't break my legs this week. I'm a little behind on my payments. Help a brother out and go to my bookie. Use the promo code Don't Break Mike's Knees. No, I'm just kidding. Use 12 ounce sports to get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12 ounce and then put that knowledge to practice on my bookie. Make sure you use the promo code 12 ounce sports. That's 120Z sports. Get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every single page of the station's site at www.12OunceSportsRadio.com. Dude, that was solid. And truth be told, Such before the video. show, we we were a little worried. We thought for sure him being a quarterback was gonna just yeah bore us. And and Rob from you know Villanova, I we, meant we to ask him about that. Ago. 
Ding. What, what were we going to ask? Uh, Brad had said in a, a previous interview. Oh, that Rob was one of the best players. One of the best players who play played against. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't I think to totally ask that I totally forgot either. about that. That was, that was totally part of our reason for wanting to, yes. to ask that question. God. But either way, Rob was such a good interview. The bar was set so high that we thought, ah, you know, he's going to be a quarterback. He's just going to be, you know, very stiff with his answers or whatever. But it was that was good. That no, dude was awesome. I, yeah. I hope he does well. I can just imagine him sitting there watching that combine going, I'm so much better than all of these dudes. I felt like got, he wanted to say that. That's exactly what he wanted to say. 100%. <laughs> but he was just, yeah. I'm not going to bash anybody. The fact <laughs> that he said, I can't bash anybody, man, he, he yeah, was sitting there going, I'm better than all these I dudes. I totally want to bash all these guys, but somehow this will go viral. Mm, that, that would have been our way to blow up. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> A lot of those questions were designed for that. that. I was you just going to say, yeah, no, I, I was trying. You Come know. on, man. Say something controversial. <laughs> we should have went Charlie Casserly with it. So I heard that you tested poorly and uh make stuff up uh, <laughs> he i i thought he was gonna say snowflakes and i was like we're golden we got it <laughs> we can we can get that clip and that's I gonna did, go viral i did enjoy that he said uh, not to get too political on it yeah it then went totally political <laughs> i was like wait we're getting political on this question oh yeah i didn't yeah. know where he was going either but i thought all right i'm along for the ride uh yeah you're right yep society is pretty wussy yep yep all right <laughs> so agree. a bunch of a bunch of jackasses in society so let's get into our jackass of the week how yeah. about that look at that transition that was much ba-bum, smoother ba-bum, than ba-bum. your bookie <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and lead off uh, Jackass of the Week this week? Oh, my Jackass of the Week. And I feel like, didn't I just nominate them? Or weren't they just my Probably Jackass Probably the they week? are always. I, they're the always the my favorite sport, but they are jackasses. Uh, Major League Baseball jackasses this week because there is now a rule uh, that the commissioner sent down from on high. Shout out to Rob. He's doing <laughs> such a great job since he took over for Shout Bud. Out, Rob. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a rule now that because... MLB has partnered with uh, various gambling outlets that when the manager submits his lineup card, it first has to be submitted before it can go anywhere else to the commissioner's office. It's got to be 15 minutes before it's made public, too. Yes. Nobody can find out what the lineup is <laughs> until it goes to the commissioner, commissioner's office, and that's because the commissioner's office then sends those lineup cards to these gambling outlets so that they can set the betting lines. My bookie. Uh, the code, <laughs> yes, use the code 12OnSportsRadio. 12 on sports. There's the code up to a thousand dollar bonus. <laughs> yeah, good, good segue there. Good, good Thank transition you. and promotion. It's like I've done this once or twice. But just in general, <laughs> how ridiculous is that MLB, who of all the leagues has had the most staunch defense and defending against? I mean, it's one of the many reasons that Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. Don't get me wrong. With I don't like Pete Rose. I don't right. want yeah, him no, in the I, Hall of Fame. Everybody, let's, get into that. let's stand on the fact nobody's defending Pete Rose being in the Hall of Fame but for when, any other reason. But when that's the go-to. Right. That's the main reason that they've said forever that he's not in the Hall And not all of the other things that he's done, but that's the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. Here they are making you know backdoor deals with gambling outlets, and now that they're getting a cut of it, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to totally change good. our rules in our game because we're getting money out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> In fact, I'm actually kind of plum shocked that I haven't heard from Pete Rose, you know, this week or recently about this rule because of this. I feel like Pete would have, if Pete had Twitter, which I don't know if he does, he would have just tweeted out, cough, cough. 
<laughs> yeah. It would have retweeted something, and that would have been the comment to go with it. Um, all right, MLB, first option for Jackass of the <clears> Week. <throat> Second option, my choice here this week is Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie has been in the news a lot lately. And he's for none of it good. No good reasons. <laughs> he's all over the place. He's hurt. He's not hurt. He's upset. He wants out of Boston. He wants to stay in Boston. Who knows what's going on with this dude? But this week he came out and said that he didn't play basketball to get famous. Here's the quote from Kyrie. Quote, I didn't really come into this game for there to be cameras in my face, be famous, be a celebrity, so it's a little hard for me. I wanted those things when I was younger, but at this point in my career, I just want to play basketball at a very, very high level. Uh, End quote. He also said he'll be glad when all this is over. He referring to all the cameras in his face every time he walks anywhere. He also said he wanted to go to Boston because he wanted to be the guy and he didn't want to be in LeBron's shadow. And now he's like, whoa, I didn't want this. I wanted to be the guy and I wanted you to be nice to me. I don't know how this got in my system. Come on. Listen, listen, I'm just guys. here. I just punch the clock. I'm just your average Joe. I'm just coming to trying work. to play basketball. I know I said I wanted to be the guy, but I don't want you to think I'm the guy. What? You mean it'll get everybody talking if I have post game conversation with conversations with <laughs> Kevin Durant? Oh, well, I guess I won't do that. Right in front of all the cameras. <laughs> Mr. Flat Earther himself coming out saying he doesn't want to be famous. Yeah. Let's not forget, Kyrie made a movie recently. He released Uncle Drew, which is what Twitter blew oh, up. Oh, man, this but I'm in up. makeup. They don't know who that Listen, is. Listen, man, I'm not trying to be famous. <laughs> I'm trying to get this character work that I've been doing off the ground. I've really been improving this one. It's been working really well in my classes. So I've just been trying to get this off the ground. Uh, awful. Uh, Scott wants to know, is Pete Rose a Hall of Fame ja- asshat? Uh, hell yes, but is Pete Rose a Hall of Fame baseball player? Also, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. that's firmly where I've stood on Pete Rose for at least the last His 10 credentials years. deserve to be, I mean, as a person, as he's a, a terrible human being. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is a Hall of Fame jackass. But as a baseball player, there's absolutely no doubt that you can have the Hall of Fame conversation without him in it. Yeah. Yeah. But g- this goes this goes back to your point from a long time ago where you said he's really in. He's not in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because every time we talk about it, yeah. that means that it brings him up. he's in yeah. the Hall of Fame conversation. It's kind of like all the arguments for Bonds and, and right. Sammy Sosa and all them getting in because, well, you can't tell the story of the Hall of Fame, except for every time you talk about the Hall of Fame, you right. end up you talk talking about, about those, those guys. guys and the fact that they're not in, so they're actually in. So, I mean, you know, one way or another – as long as you play the game and put up numbers, you end up there, even if it's just in a conversation. Yeah, you know, being had off the record. Right. Uh, the phone line is open four four zero thirty seven drunk. Feel free to call in. Tell us who you think should be Jackass of the Week. Uh, should it be Kyrie? Should it be the MLB? Should it be somebody else? Uh, you let us know. We are going to continue on with the show. Mm, Let's talk. You know what? We forgot in those quick hitters, and I don't know how it did the. Uh, that's why I scrolled down too far. I forgot to ask him about cake donuts and LeBron or J- Jordan. Mm. Mm. That's okay. That's all right. Well, let's, let's, let's he's start. young. So he would have went LeBron. He would have gone. He didn't LeBron. know who Ed O'Bannon was. He and no doubt would have been LeBron. He doesn't like hot dogs. He also would not have liked playing cake donuts, which means he would have won that question. 
Yeah, he would. So he was one for two on those additional questions. Yeah, fair enough. We'll just chalk it up that. Yeah, way. that's how we'll go. Uh, Overall, he won the the, the quick hitter segment. So. He did. He did damn good in those in those questions. Uh, let's talk a little baseball since we're talking about MLB being jackasses. Um, Bryce Harper this week uh, back back in the Another news. Solid transition. You're you're killing it in the transition doing game. Doing what I can, tonight. man. I'm doing what I can. This Speaking is, of jackasses, Bryce Harper. The whole drive home today, I was like, I got to work on these transitions. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Bryce came out and said, you know damn well I'm going to be texting Mike Trout trying to get him to come to the Phillies, which started a firestorm of hell for Bryce Harper. The Angels have already filed suit for tampering, uh, and then Bryce Harper doubled down on it, and when he was given the chance to say, hey man, uh, you were just joking about that, right? He was like, no, no, no. I am going to text Mike Trout and try to get him to come to the Phillies. And everybody was like, uh, that that's tampering, right? Like this is, this is definitely tampering. Things are, things are officially tampered at this point. Well, and that the funniest part to me wasn't what he actually said. I, I don't care one way or another. I mean, it is what it is and there's rules. So, I mean, he should follow the rules but i saw plenty of tweets today people saying oh man this is baseball and i'm I'm gonna defend baseball here once you know which i usually don't on them being old white man people saying oh this is baseball being old white men and they don't get it because in nfl and emma or nba this happens all the time and it's allowed and it's encouraged and gets people talking and yeah this is just mlb many times to which i say no, actually, both leagues have rules against it too. When it happens, it's covert, yes. and it's usually in the off season. Yeah, it's uh, not the, out the, the in Anto- the open, right? The Antonio Brown stuff with people just tweeting eyeballs or you know tweeting links to articles—that's not the exact same thing as. Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna text this dude and say, "Hey, you should come join us." Right. It's also not you know. uh LeBron and the Lakers who did get fined or at least investigated for tampering with the whole Anthony Davis thing. So other leagues do, you know, hold to a standard too. So it's not just MLB. And and I mean, again, I, I, I'm going to defend the MLB on this one, just in the standpoint of, I, I I don't mind him saying it, but you you can't have that. You you can't have guys just saying openly, Oh yeah, we're going to try to, you know, get all these guys to come here and super teams, whatever. He should have just went with the wink, wink, nod, nod. And he kind of did in his introductory press conference after he said he was going to bring a championship oh, you back mean to the, D.C. Yeah, the press. Yeah. <laughs> he said in his introductory where he said, yeah, we're going to bring a championship back to D.C. Oops. Uh, but he also he, he he coyly said, oh, yeah, there's this, you know, we're going to add some star players to this team. And uh, there's a guy coming up in free agency in two years. We'll probably have an eye on him. But then he, you know, went all dumb with it and actually named right. him and then said, oh, yeah, I'm going to text him. So that's where he <laughs> messed up. It, it's it's funnier and you don't get, you know, knocked for tampering if you just allude to the guy that everybody knows, you know, who's anybody when it comes to uh, baseball and free agency. That's all anybody's talking about. So you could have alluded to Mike Trout and not actually said, hell, you could have even said, yeah, there's a guy who has a last name of a fish that we're, uh, you know, I'm really good friends with. See, but maybe I, just- okay, from my perspective, though, we we just joked about Brad giving, like, the the quarterback answers and the the tight answers. I'm all for players just being open and on and just being like, 
Yeah, dude, I'm going to text him. I want him to play well, yeah, with no, I would I love mean, to play I'm, with this dude. I'm not necessarily against it, except for the fact that there's a rule. Like, there's no, 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 no rule about it. him bashing any of his other fellow quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that. I understand there's a rule against it, and, and you got to be smart with the rules. But I also think the rule is stupid. Like, these guys, uh, cut, these cut guys know each other. These guys are texting throughout the season yeah, anyways. Friends. Yeah, it's not like... I mean, you play how many games against these guys? Of course you get to know them. You get to be friends. Bronson talked about it on the show when he said other teams would come to Cincinnati and he'd have them out on the boat and hanging out. Like, they're they're friendly with each other. Yes, well, and, they're competing. And it's but, well known that Harper and, and Trout have been friends for years now. Right. Since they pretty much came to the league. Well, and, and, and then you throw in like guys like Chris Bryant, who like yeah. grew up with, with uh, Harper. Well, and that was another reason that everybody thought the Harper was going to sign with the Cubs was because right. of his friendship with with Bryant. Right. So. But no, he's just going to text Bryant and be like, Hey, come to Philly. Cause it's kind of cool here. And then, <laughs> and then they're going to go, Oh, he's tampering. Blah, blah, blah. But that's, I, I guess that's where I'm confused by it. Cause it's not it. Yes, there is a rule, but it's also such a thin line of these dudes are friends. They're friendly to each other. Well, I mean, and of course I, you know they the, want to play the with the NFL kind of loosened up on it because remember it used to be as far as free agency, uh, you know, you couldn't talk to these guys until midnight when they, and now they even call it the legal tampering. Yeah. Period, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where two days before free agency actually starts, teams can contact all these guys. <laughs> still free agents. So, I mean, leagues do know that it goes on to a certain degree. I, I mean, I guess they do have to try to prevent it somewhat though. I mean, you just can't have it because otherwise, I don't know. I guess I, and I know the fear is that you have this where it's just, Oh, well, there'll be super teams and, you know, it'll be in supermarkets and we, we just can't have it to where guys, right. are, nobody's ever going to go sign with the brewers and say, all right, well, going to start recruiting trout to come here. <laughs> come on to Milwaukee, baby. <laughs> yeah. Come play it. We got a, whatever gotta, the new name of the stadium is. We got a slide in the outfield. It's super <laughs> fun, man. Come on. They slide down every time you hit home run. It's super fun. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I get it from their standpoint, but yeah, it, it, there, there's just ways to go about it. And this was just sloppy when he just, yeah, I'm going to text Mike Trout. <laughs> just, it's, it's also funnier when you're more coy with it, too. I want him to go all in on this and be like, uh, here's the list of guys I will text to try <laughs> well, to get to That Philly. would actually be funny, too. If he's right. like, oh, yes. no, no, no. I, I'm on the phone. I got Chris Sale on line one. Verlander's got a few more <laughs> years left than him. I'm going to ask for him. Uh, Mookie Betts is a free agent here in a couple of years. No, I, yeah, I mean, these are all the guys. This is my short this list of teammates. This is my list of dudes that I want to play with. <laughs> yeah. He's just got one from each position that he's you know, trying like, to call. These are the phone numbers of the NL All-Star team and the AL All-Star team from my <laughs> <laughs> any combination of 24 other guys that want to join me in Philadelphia, I'm calling all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually, I would totally appreciate that. Really like, wow, this is such egregious tampering that we'll do nothing because we, this is unprecedented. Manny Machado's like, am I on that list? I know I just screwed up, but can <laughs> I? Uh, no, oh, sorry, sorry Manny. Manny. Oh, good luck new, in San Diego, though. New number who this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that's enough baseball talk. I guess that was we a got, lot. We got a lot of baseball talk coming up throughout the season. We got to pace <laughs> Scott ourselves. Scott says basically just go full LeBron. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, also, uh, it would be hilarious if Bryce this season was, man, I can't wait till they trade all these dudes for <laughs> somebody. <laughs> 
He's just completely sabotaging all of the Phillies. Like, oh man, this dude booted a ball at short. Can't wait till they go trade for somebody competent. Bryce is standing in right center field, and the center fielder has to push him to catch a fly ball. (laughs) Oh, I gotta play defense? What is this garbage? This is terrible. Speaking of the NBA, Adam Silver talked at an MIT conference this week uh, about how the All-Star game pretty much sucks. Uh, he, he went on to say that he thinks a better option is maybe they shorten the season to 70 games do instead it. of 82. Do it. And then do a preseason tournament or like a midseason tournament. Do it. Which we've talked about how the NHL All-Star game is pretty mm-hmm. awesome, how they get like uh, teams for each conference. Right. And can you imagine a, a, like a, a tournament where the NL Central has – a, a lineup that they put out there and they go out and it's NL versus AL in a round robin tournament or whatever. And then it becomes like a mini world series type yeah. playoff. I'd tournament. be all about that. But more yeah. importantly, let's focus on the shortening season. Okay. Let's focus on commission. Let's first focus commission on shortening across across and, and I know I went back to baseball and I'm sorry. I, I was really excited. No, I just went back. Cause no, I was no, like, no. baseball needs to do this. Right. Thing. No, but, but, uh, but I, I, I just want to not, bury the point that this is the first commissioner who's ever endorsing shortening the season for the better of his sport. And it makes total sense because everybody knows NBA season's too long. Well, and, and he also talked about like the mental health of the players and how he feels that NBA players right now have probably the worst mental health they've ever had. Everybody's unhappy. There's a, I mean, we've, we've done stories on the show before about like guys who have come out and talked about their anxiety. Kevin mm-hmm. Love is very right. vocal about his mental health and, uh, you know, maybe shortening the season would help that for these dudes. Maybe, but more and mostly to the point is none of the, nobody's paying attention. And LeBron comes out and says, I'm switching it into, you know, playoff mode or, you know, I'm getting into, <laughs> I mean, He's been killing it since that playoff. Yeah, I know. Since the playoff mode was activated. Really, really killing it. But no, I mean, we've always, as fans, said, "Uh, there's no point in tuning in in the NBA until after the All-Star game because that's when the games start to count and everybody starts to make their run and and hamper down for the the playoffs. Well, if you cut it down to 70 games, all right, that's only 12 games. But I've always argued, at least to a certain degree, that the NBA regular season doesn't start – until Christmas Day, and that's when that's when the NFL kind of the NFL season's winding down yeah. just before they hit playoffs. Uh, you know, MLB is college, all the way out of the way. College football's interval season, yeah, they're like interval season, but it's you know they're getting. But and that's when though that the NBA really starts to market themselves too. I mean, yeah, obviously they market market opening night and all that stuff, but then everything kind of just fades away and then amps up for Christmas, and then you've got the NBA All Star Game. But I feel like if they started the the season on Christmas Day, you'd have this whole. And it'll never happen because having no, a league on Christmas Day is that's ludicrous. That's a terrible idea. Right. No, no. But I mean, just the timing of it all. Right. Just, it, it, that's when everything kind of like people actually tune in and watch more NBA than probably any other day bef- before that. Like if you right. looked at the numbers, I bet, all right, the Christmas Day game gets a, a ton of numbers after opening night. And then in between there, you've got all these games where nobody's really watching or the numbers are relatively low. And the numbers kind of like taper off a little bit. And then you get the all-star game and then things kick back up. But if this season didn't start until then, which is about what you're talking about, taking 12 games off, my, yeah. guess, my guess is they'll just push everything back, not push right, 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 right. You know, forward. Um, that, that's kind of what you're looking at. So I, it makes total sense to, to push back 
you know, the I, amount of games in the season. And MLB would be great to bring it back to right. the MLB yeah. to do this. Like, it all ties really, into baseball. Yes, they really need to shorten the season. <laughs> ML, or, you know, NBA is like, yeah, we need to cut 12 games, and that's, you know, a big chunk of our season. And MLB is like, man, we're really thinking about adding more games. 162 just isn't enough. You, you, well, you never know what's going to happen with 162 there is games. There's not enough baseball. We How many times do we get down to the final weekend and there's three races going on? And we thought, what if we only had five more games? to decide this thing <laughs> so yeah i mean i it just again it's our plans for 324 it, we're just going to do all double headers all <laughs> double headers the entire yeah. season well and it's just it's adam silver being the best commissioner and all of sports forward thinking there's a reason why again. there's a reason why nfl coaches have thought about bringing out him Sandler. as the commissioner yeah yeah the, the owners have like reached out to him about being the NFL I mean, you can still do basketball too whatever we don't care just come we're, help we're us out. desperate we just don't be like a two sport commissioner the first in the history of north american sports <laughs> <laughs> i actually watched uh some nba last night for like one uh, first time in a long time were you paid no it was, it was uh, there was nothing on and i was kind of okay doing there some it stuff is for the show uh, <laughs> <laughs> There was nothing on. Yeah, but I watched that uh, that Chicago and Philly game, which actually ended up being super entertaining because Philadelphia lost twice that game. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, it was I did see amazing. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was amazing. The best part about that, though, so for those of you that that may have missed the uh, the end of that game, um, Philadelphia had an inbound. Play. First of all, Chicago scored with 0.5 seconds to go. It looked like the game was over. People started leaving. Uh, the refs put 0.5 seconds back on the clock. Philadelphia <laughs> got to inbound it. They missed, uh, but then there was a call that brought the ball back to an inbound. Everybody was off the floor. People were gone, and they bring everybody back, and they're like, no, 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 they get to replay this. <laughs> so they then Philadelphia got to do another inbound with 0.5 seconds left. Still blew the shot. Um, game over. They lost twice. The best part about it, the reason why I bring that up, I found out today Otto Porter, who plays for Chicago and was instrumental in kind of stopping the first uh, end of game, he was off the floor for the, when the, the restart. And the reason why is as soon as he got off the floor, somebody from the league grabbed him for a random drug test and... <laughs> And they took him that into the I bathroom. Missed. Yeah, they took him into the bathroom. They were like, it's time for the random drug test. And they're like, guys, we got to play this again. And he, Otto Porter came out as saying, I was midstream and I couldn't stop. So I had to just miss it. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite story of the That's week. That's awesome. I completely missed that. <laughs> he literally was hashtag tag- upper deck worthy. <laughs> <laughs> we buried the lead. <laughs> I did think about swapping it oh, in for that's good for stuff. Some story. Uh, but yeah, it, Otto Porter just flat out was like, yeah, they, they popped me for a random drug test and I was midstream and couldn't come back on the floor. Can you imagine though, had Chicago lost that game? Like let's because say because of a piss test. Yes. Let's yeah. say that like something Oof. happened where they get the shot off. Phillies, uh, Phillies, the Philadelphia gets the shot off and wins that game. Cause they were only down one. So it wasn't like yeah, they needed yeah, a yeah, full yeah. court three point or something. <laughs> that would be it was a half rough. court set and they they had an opportunity. <laughs> now imagine if that also was it came back in in the playoff standings and they missed the game. Right. By, they right. missed the playoffs I mean, by it's, a game. It's Chicago. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're well yeah, eliminated. It doesn't I'm matter. saying like if Chicago was right. in a position that that game because of the piss test they lost and right. then later on in the season <laughs> they're battling for the playoffs and then the last game of the season they lose. They miss everything by one game. Right. And it, and uh, it game. all goes back to, <laughs> to Otto Porter, Porter missing a pissing. Being, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be good stuff. You know who also feels him for this? 
Eric Reed. <laughs> Eric Reed somewhere like, yeah, I feel you, bro. Eric Those Reed was like, tests are our mother. Eric Reed was like, one. <laughs> All right, come back to me once you hit eleven, no, bro. How about they pull? You, how about they pull you up for three a game? <laughs> man, I had to do it at halftime one time. Come on, man. <laughs> I had to do it before the the national anthem was over. Like you about to kneel, piss. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna kneel. You gotta come take this piss test. <laughs> While you're kneeling, here's a cup. Just go. <laughs> you can be back in the league and kneel, but you're going to piss every time you kneel. Uh, you want to talk a little golf? I do. I do. Because this yeah, sad and, and ironically enough, when I was going through the quick hitter questions, I almost thought I had to bring this. One I was going to say, do we have to ask? We this almost again? have to bring it back. Uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week. Tiger had to withdraw for a neck injury. He Here said he has stiffness in his neck. He's not able to uh, to deal. He was quick to point out that his lower back is fine. He's not having any lower back issues, but he said he is having a neck strain. It's been having it for a few weeks. He's struggling to get over it. Here we are. Uh, is Tiger back to being hurt? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Hang on. Backing it up real quick. Uh, PJ Windows here. He says, what's up, boys? What's up, PJ? Be sure to check him out. A central guy talk. An awesome show. Uh, hit him up. Boyle, uh, chiming in with a comment here. We need to go back. <laughs> we need to ask this question. I, well, I wanted to ask this question and add it to the quick hitters, but then I thought Couldn't I do don't want to yeah. levitard, and I yep. don't know if we need to get like we don't know Brad well enough right, to ask right, this right. question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is one we ask Arroyo because he's been on the show twice, and yes. we can we can bring it up to him. <laughs> uh, but Boyle asks if they restarted the game while Otto Porter was. Sh- Sharding. Sharding. Would he be standing and wiping or sitting and wiping? If you're not in the Craft Root Sports group, go join this group on Facebook. <laughs> the dumbest arguments pop up like this one, and he clearly would be sitting and wiping because that's the correct answer uh, to, to so, the okay. question. So, I, just to delve deeper into this, because <laughs> we course, need to. Of course. Of well, course. Well, no. I, the thing is, I realized that as uh, as we talked about this more and i and i said right from the get go this isn't an argument like the hot dog thing where i'm like down right. across it's like whatever gets you the cleanest <laughs> i guess i'm fine with although I, it was really like you know the 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 picture pointed out i didn't know that people actually did the other version so if you're standing wiper you didn't know that people sat and wiped and if you're sitting wiper you didn't know that people stood and wiped okay well i'm you know a stand and wiper for the most part but i realized <laughs> boyle had said something about how you know you just had to live one cheek and i realized well, when I'd get off the toilet and quote unquote stand, I'm more or less still in like a bending motion. So it's but like you're getting I'm sitting both cheeks off the toilet is where it's weird. So you're you're essentially right, just like I'm, leaning forward. I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm leaning forward and I'm still like I'm still sitting essentially, but I'm standing. I realized that I thought about it and I'm like, I'm gonna have to bring that up on the show tonight because this is a whole new category where it's not because he was talking about well when you stand your cheeks pressed together and that that squishes everything. I'm like, yeah, that's right. But then I realized that's not what I do because I don't have that problem. <laughs> Boyle says delving deeper is how I like. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Moving on. That's. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm kind of a hybrid. I'm a, I, I'm a tweener. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. How do you wipe? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a tweener. I I I stand, but I'm in a sitting position, <laughs> so the cheeks stay spread. Tiger Woods uh, out of the Arnold Palmer oh, Invitational. Um, so I guess the question then becomes. Do we have to start worrying about Tiger Woods again? Because yeah. and and this uh, is yeah. what I tried to emphasize to Joe when he this was. This is what we. Gung-ho. This is what me and you seemingly were against the world with, with the whole Izzy back thing. Because 
it needed to be sustained. It needed to be long. And we said, all right, he needed to win X amount of things. But we also factored in there needs to be this length of time that he sticks around. Right. And it looked like he had passed that. But here we are again. And, and then you think about it. It's like, mm, hasn't really been that long. It's only been a year. And he only had, I mean, he did have like. He didn't even play in every tournament. No, he didn't. He skipped a bunch of them. Right. And he didn't have a good showing at the. Uh, 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 right. What was it? The Ryder Cup where it was like, mm-hmm. oh, where'd Tiger go? Uh, and well, to be fair, this happens. Americans always suck at the Ryder Cup. Yeah, so it's the that. American way. <laughs> yeah. oh, the so Ryder actually, Cup? so he performed well at the Ryder Cup. Oh, the Ryder Cup, we're not good at golf. Yeah, um, but yeah. So Tiger again hurt, and it it really is concerning that I feel like this dude is never going to be the same. But and, that's, and, and that's the stance that we held forever. But I like, I caved on it because no, we, we both came out and I was like, okay, we he's, both he did because he back. reached he reached a high enough level that we thought okay. But this just goes to show we were right with our initial intuition that he's never going to reach that level ultimately because he's just past that prime physically. When do we flip again? What's it take for us to flip again? Because I feel a like... A year from now, we're having this conversation about how we screwed it up. I feel like Tiger, this year, he's going to come back and he's going to... Shout gonna, out to Dan Chancellor. He's going to win. In the, hey, the what group. up, Dan? Uh, he is going to... Uh, he's going to win a tournament this year and we're going to be like, he's back. Like, it, he, yeah. the dude's just Superman. I, I don't know though. I mean, he. I guess he's got to win that major. That, I mean, that's. that's but the major is such to. a high bar. I, I know it, it's such a high bar, but he set the bar. That's a good point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem. Is yeah, like yeah. ultimately yeah, right. he set the bar. It's not like we're saying, all right, this guy who never won majors but just came. And this isn't Phil Mickelson. You got to win a major to be considered. Right, this isn't Phil who were like, all right, he had all these second place finishes, and we're not going to put him in the back category until he attains something that he's never actually done. And then we'll say, only then will we say he's back. It's legitimately like, all right, Tiger won a bajillion majors. Yeah. And he got hurt, had all of the off the, the you know, field. Is it field? Off the course. course? Yeah, let's there go, go course. All right, yeah. cool. Off, off the, the course. Field. I tried to think. It was like, it's not off the court. I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> off the course stuff. And all that that jacked him up. Okay, so all right, he got he got past all that seemingly, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, father time is that thing. Well, that, and like, that's what undefeated. I was worried about. So, that's what I was worried about with the the back surgery in the first place. Like you're an over forty year old dude. I get it. You have some of the best trainers. You can devote so much more time to rehab than a normal guy could. But at the end of the day. You're over 40 and you have back surgery. Well, and let's be honest, we are giving him the benefit of the doubt that Tiger Woods, if healthy, on his worst day, despite his age, is still better than about 99% a lot, of golf. A lot of the golf. I right. wouldn't say 99% well, anymore, maybe not but now, I would say a lot. But once upon a time, was better than 99% yeah. of golf. And so you, you, you just kind of do it on that, but maybe it's time to start thinking that, all right, that's not the case anymore, and you just can't roll out of bed and be that good, and everything's passing by. I mean, he'll be lucky. You see dudes like Bruce, uh, Bruce, uh, Brooks Kepka out there who is just like a jacked diesel dude where it's like, yeah, you can't just be an old man with back surgery right. and roll out and, and yeah. shoot, you know, 19 under for a weekend. And somebody who's had to reinvent his swing at his age, yeah. too. It's not just, oh, well, I'm just getting past his injuries. He's had to completely reinvent his entire game, essentially. I wish, I wish Joe was here to defend Tiger Woods because Joe is the staunch Tiger Woods defender on this show. Um, Maybe we can record something with him off the air. And, yeah, I mean, Joe would probably just say that so. it's a setback and it's a minor blip on the radar and he'll be fine. He'll, he would go with, it's not his back, it's his neck. So it's a totally different right. thing. It's not his back and, surgery. And, and it's also, 
a, a valid point. I mean, I can't really argue with anybody. I would argue this though. Was- I would argue this though. Now that's two things to worry about. Yeah, that's a right. neck and a back. When before it was just how's his back doing. Now it's and if he's worried about his neck. neck and his back. The next two things yes. are yes. Thank you. <laughs> Up top. Yes. The best was, ESP oh, ever. All right. Man, it's time I to get things so wrapped. Glad. It's time to get things wrapped up because it's not going to get any better for us that here. Was so, <laughs> oh, was like, I was trying to set it up. You did it so much you better. Did, you did it well enough, though. You, you tossed I'm up so the alley. I was so glad. I you, was hoping you were right there with me. You on that. totally went Dwayne Wade to my LeBron. I, like, I, I sure did, just, and I am good. I am glad to do that. Uh, <laughs> Chance says he still has bad sack because he's still smashing five women a week in his 40s. That's also true. Uh, should we talk about the beer? Because uh, we've got 10 minutes left in the show. So Real quick before we do that, MLS okay. season kicked off. FC Cincinnati mm, yeah. jumped out to a one nothing lead in their first MLS game. I stood up. I jumped out of my seat. I was pumped. And then they proceeded to give up four goals. I felt Seattle. bad for you because I was watching Bohemian Rhapsody finally when it came on. And yeah. I saw I was following the game through Twitter and seeing your tweets. And I'm like, oh, that's good for them. But I was like, ah, oh, I don't know how this is going to go overall. And then it went exactly how I thought. Oh, can I, can I make a confession? Yeah. I thought I was tweeting from my account and the entire show. And it was from the show account the whole time. <laughs> I noticed that too. I thought... <laughs> I'm really excited to be tweeting from our account, but okay, it's fine. But there, there were, and here's how I knew you messed up. There was an eye thrown in in there, yep, and yep. I was like, "Oh, dude, thinks he's on." Totally thought account. I was on my account, and, and I didn't say anything. I just left it. I'm like, I'm not going to ruin this I moment. I completely. He's so, he's so excited. I'm just going to. I completely it. <laughs> understand now how social media managers get fired <laughs> for tweeting from the company account because I was like, I was first of all. I started drinking with my pops at two in the afternoon. Never good. The game was at idea. ten p.m. Right before the game, I poured myself a three finger pour of Elijah Craig Ohio Small Batch, and I saw that picture too, thinking going into the game, wow, he's got this really good, <laughs> really good toasted. drink sitting I was down here. Toasted. Yeah. Opened up the phone, and I was like, I'm about to bury some Mia Khalifa tweets here <laughs> in this FC Cincinnati game, and then the next day. Well, actually, it wasn't even the next day. It was during the game. If you notice, the tweets just trailed oh, yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I was like, "Well, I wrong also account. thought that they trailed off because the lead started to fade away." But no, yeah. at least that one I would have. I would have kept talking to Drew Carey because I just <laughs> wanted Drew Carey to tweet back at me, but totally blew that one. Anyways, was good FC stuff. Cincinnati. I was sober. I knew exactly what was happening. <laughs> typical expansion team just getting blown out in their first game. Um, Don't tell the Golden Knights that. <sighs> We'll see how this week goes because this is another tough test against Atlanta. And then they come home, and I think they have Portland at home. And they, I mean, let's face it, FC Cincinnati had a really tough opening three games. It was like three of the last they were, uh, MLS the schedule Cup wasn't, winners. Yeah, I was going to say, the schedule wasn't kind of them to open up this season. Brutal. Like, Welcome to MLS. Here's their best teams. <laughs> Welcome to MLS. You're going to go 0-3 to start. Um, I don't think anybody expected FC Cincinnati to win, but I think they expected them to be a little bit more competitive than that. But they I, I, think you posed a very, I think you, you posed a very good question, though. How long before this city kind of turns on them? That's what I'm wondering. I, I'm not, We're a bunch look, of fickle fans super, in Cincinnati. I'm not a super you know, soccer fan. I, I follow the World Cups for both the men's and women's teams when they roll around, but in between, I could take it or leave it. But overall, I'm rooting for this team to do well. I'm not watching yeah. them, but I want them to do well just because I know how many people close to me are invested in them yeah. doing well. And I don't want it to be another team that just disappoints the city. I think the city the, has well, enough teams that I think just completely the team, disappoint I think the them. fans that are invested in the team are going to stick it through because they realize 
You're an expansion team. You're going to get drilled in a lot and of these. And I hope it's so. It's not those fans yeah, that I'm worried it's about. Those, it's right. It's the, everybody it's, else but that that's is going to that's part of what I worry team. about for all of the fans that I actually care about uh, is that – you know the excitement going down and people starting to bash the right. team, like not you know the media not being as friendly to them because they're now losers or whatever. And so I'm just I I would rather have them win just for the sake of all of that not turning like that. Plus, yeah, the stadium getting built is a big deal. Right, all this money that's being poured into them and already people are mad about that. And just like. Please win so yeah, that that's just not some as dubs. Just bad. Some dubs. Like, can the city get some goodwill for something? Yeah, <laughs> right. Give us something. Uh, Frankie pointed out that Chicago Fire got Zlatan, uh, which they did. That was a, <laughs> that was brutal. He said Zabrond, but I know he meant Zlatan. Zlatan yeah. uh, and it does hurt to lose it. Don't be ashamed to lose to that guy. Zlatan is the man, and I hope that we can get some press passes to go see that LA, LA Galaxy game when they come to uh, Cincinnati. Anyways, let's move on to our beer of the week. Consume it or can it? As always, brought to you by Tavor. This week we had Dark Star from Fremont Brewing out of Seattle, Washington, an 8.0 oatmeal stout. Scott, I will throw it to you first while I go vote in the poll. You would. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go on ahead and say consume, but it's a very weak consume. This is a stout. It is your average chocolate you know, espresso uh, <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know you ain't talking after you hit me with a hot dog and the sandwich comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, it, if you like stouts and you know you're used to them having some type of chocolate and coffee flavor, this is right up your alley. It, you know, it's not too boozy. It, the eight percent, it tastes fine. Everything's good. There's just nothing here to write home about. I'll, I'll consume it because. I wouldn't not have this beer again. I, I just wouldn't, you know, desperately seek it out. It's just, it's a very solid stout. I'll give it that. But it, it's a consume for me just because it's not bad enough to get. Okay. I'm going to consume it too, but I, I liked it a little bit more than you did. I okay. think the, the beer had good flavor throughout. I, it helped that we did not refrigerate it beforehand. We kept Absolutely. it basement temperature. I, uh, and I, I, I'm glad that you said that. I feel like you have a better hold on this one than me. I don't know. I slow played this one a little bit. And the flavors did stay there. I guess it the just... The whole time. It never changed. Yeah. So from that perspective, uh, I consume it just... It didn't. It never jumped out at me. It's it's like it's solid. It's good. It's just not great. It was everything that they said it was going to be, though. Chocolate, coffee, right? And, and so from and that sense, lived up to it as much as we say. Oh, you better be what you advertise. It does nail 100%. everything that it claims to be. Yep. So that uh, that's a double consumer for Dark Star. Also, the can kind of reminds me of Game of Thrones, like with the the whole that's dragon. That's, on I, I like that. But uh, you know what? I first thought when I saw the can. Double Dragon. Oh, yeah. There you <laughs> that go. Is exactly okay. What All right. <laughs> Consumer Can brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Let's get into our poll for this week. Uh, our Would You Rather. Would you rather come into the league of your choice as the expected star with all the pressure coming in as like the number one pick, or would you rather be the guy that flies under the radar, gets drafted a little bit later on in the, the first round, ends up becoming a superstar? Not necessarily household name, but name enough that people know you. Uh, Scott, your final answer on this one. I know people will be shocked, but I want to go under the radar and not have all that pressure. I just I can't imagine being in high school and being expected to be the next Jordan. 
really? <laughs> the next. I am blown away by yeah, that. Yeah, no, I just I don't think I would want that pressure in high school. And this is this is me talking at thirty four, not me talking at sixteen. If you ask that at sixteen, sixteen like, year old is I want yeah, that. I want, to be I want that, that guy. now. I'm the man. But looking back on it and knowing what I know now and knowing how all that goes and just how much there is to all that. I, I just want to come in, do my job, and then be a superstar. Like, no doubt, want to be a superstar, but I would rather have it come from this unexpected thing. Of, I, I want them interviewing me on the talk shows and saying, wow, you were just this guy that kind of went as an under afterthought in the draft, and now you became, you know, this guy. Although, we use Mike Trout as an example, and Mike Trout was still a first-round pick. It, it works, and, and so was Dirk. You know, he was still yeah, yeah. up there in the lottery or whatever, and it works. It's just... The idea of having this super hype when you're a teenager and being expected to be that versus you're just coming to the league as another guy, first round picker regardless. So I want to be that hype. I want to be that guy. I want all the pressure because I want the cash up front because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. I could blow out my knee and this is all done. So give me that money right now so that I can spend it later. And that way, I don't care what happens. Cool. Yeah, I didn't live up to the pressure. Great. I still got $130 million in the bank. Peace out. I'm going to retire. And then I don't even care if people call me a bust. You, Ryan Leaf is a millionaire. Good for you, no, Ryan Leaf. No, he's not. Yeah. That's good <laughs> he pissed away all his money. But that's as bad. That's as bad. <laughs> bad <laughs> but you used it as a bad. It was a bad example. <laughs> it was a really bad example on my part. It was the absolute worst example. <laughs> you could have gone Greg Oden with it. You, you, you could have gone, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Dude that Jordan drafted that nobody can remember. Kwame Brown? You went with the one guy who went number one overall and blew all his money on drugs. Well, it doesn't matter. Legitimately is broke. It doesn't matter because I lose anyways. Over... Oh my God! Overwhelmingly, uh, the the <sighs> the world has voted an unheralded superstar. Seventy six percent. Knowing the, knowing the group members, I'm I'm very surprised that that's the ultimate answer. I figured there was a lot more glory hounds amongst. Our <laughs> that's what I thought. I was gonna say I'm like as surprised as you were for me. I'm surprised yeah. for them. I really just wanted to be on the winning side for once, and <laughs> and I totally lost. So don't it don't even matter. What a great show! A really good show. Uh, special shout out to Brad Mays for joining joining us uh best of luck to you in the draft man we're pulling for you i would love to see you in cincinnati you could take the red rockets place uh <laughs> nick mullins come he's coming to the bay baby uh be sure to follow the show at craft b sports you can follow scott at scotty k underscore junior follow me at mike burlon follow joe at joe goalie four tell him to come back to the show because i can't handle all of this pressure the drunk line is always open 44037 drunk you can hit us up anytime with whatever you want to talk about uh any would you rather ideas that you might have go ahead and leave them on the voicemail we'll go ahead and give you a credit on that as well Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com.